This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Trainum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of a cute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets. Get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers. I'm ready. <laughs> We're ready. I'm ready. Now I'm just going to have SpongeBob in my head. I know that's why I don't have it in my head. Oh, yeah. please don't tell me and put it in my head. Okay, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a SpongeBob thing. It's like I'm ready, I'm ready. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Did your kid not watch SpongeBob? No, that wasn't allowed. Oh, <laughs> good for you, smart mom move. Is it because it makes people stupider? <laughs> because stupider. There were only certain shows that I could stand because he's a binger like I yeah. am. So. If you commit to one, you're committing to like every oh, yeah. episode. So it had to be something that I could listen to in the background over and over and, and over again. There's a lot of there's SpongeBob. There's a lot I can't. There's a lot of SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh, so Lord. no SpongeBob, no Barney. Um, Paw Patrol, I got rid of as soon as I could. Ooh. I made the mistake of letting him listen to that. So Wildcrats was allowed. Um, there was a little red tr- truck can't remember what it was called dinosaur train was allowed oh, i did i know that one yeah. yeah it was a very limited nice sid the science kid oh oh my gosh so when i was in high school um i did this thing called teacher academy and it was classes through dmac and it basically was student teaching and they were part of the education courses there because i was like oh maybe i want to be an educator she did not want to be an educator. <laughs> um, and one of my kids in one of my classes, I'm not even kidding you, looked exactly like Sid the Science Kid. And another one looked just like one of his friends in that show. And I couldn't look so at them. Funny. And I was like, I just, what? Like, it just, it bothered me so much. I'm like, you guys look like these cartoons. Like, it's so weird. Because they're weird, blobby looking yeah. cartoon kids. And it's just like, they're everything. They're features their like expressions were those two characters that's it was hilarious. so hilarious that's so fun yeah well we are discussing today the trope of not a bride so kind of that classic always a bridesmaid never a bride or in this case almost a bride sometimes yes but maybe not the idea quite. is that you have all the fanfare of the wedding mm-hmm. without actually being the bride yeah Evidently, a wedding's a great place to meet someone, <laughs> according to some of these books I've read. You know, just saying. People always say that, and I have worked at a winery for almost ten years, and I've worked a lot of weddings. And I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I'm a bartender, well, sort of, but uh, I'm like, I'm I'm working the weddings. Surely there'll be somebody, and I'll have my meet cute working the wedding no not once the only time something ever remotely close to happened it was kind of a weirdo and then as they were leaving he like all of a sudden i get this paper like chucked at me and he goes running out the door he threw his number at me like i'm like dude and i think i must have been like maybe 19 or 20 at that time i'm like you're at least 25 years old like grow up (laughs) exactly did you really just chuck your phone number at me and expect that i'm just gonna like be like hey Thanks for hitting me in the head with this ball of paper. So thoughtful. No, that's not <laughs> happening. cute was way better than any of that anyway, so. I got the Legally Blonde cute. It's the best. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I don't know. I 
I always, you I, and I haven't been to that many weddings myself. Um, like for friends, my friends are kind of just getting into that, which is similar to the book for this month. Um, yeah. Like my friend groups kind of just getting into their marriage season. Um, like one of my best friends is getting married next year. And uh, then I know I have a couple other weddings coming around in the next few years, likely. And it's like my friends are hitting that stride. So, so this book, um, we'll talk about this book in particular next time. Yeah, that's our next episode, which is um, the wedding season. <laughs> the wedding season by Katie Birchall. Yes, such a cute book. But um, so what we're talking about today is other rom coms we've read that fit that trope. Mm-hmm. So kind of like just the wedding uh, connection in a sense. Yeah. Do you have any? I do. And thanks to you, I have one extra. <laughs> she's very kind. I'm always like, I don't know any books that fit into these tropes. And she's like, well, you've read this and this. And she's like, I'll <laughs> let you have this one, which is so thoughtful. Um, so the well, book- and just to be fair, <laughs> I mentioned that book in every other episode. So I think it's only right that yeah. you mentioned it. This <laughs> it is my book now. <laughs> yeah. Only been begging me forever to read it. You made my day when you read that book. Oh my God. It made my day reading it. (laughs) So um, I guess I'll start with the book that we're not naming, but just vaguely talking about. Um, The Secret Bridesmaid by Katie Birchall. Such a good book. Oh my God. I love it. And the crazy thing is, I don't really feel that it's a romance or a rom-com, but it's kind of like the romance of a friendship, you know, that bonding. And there is a little bit of like, ooh la la, will they, won't they in it. But, um, so she's a bridesmaid for hire. Uh, I feel like I should Which is a cool job. Yeah, and I've actually heard of this job before. Have you? I had not. Yeah, I've like heard other people do it. But so my thing is, so she just kind of fits herself into these people's lives. Like she's always been around. Um, And some people are like very open. Like, yeah, I hired a bridesmaid. Because she's kind of like a wedding planner without being a wedding planner. It's essentially for individuals who want control over their wedding, but don't want to deal with a wedding planner. And yet she just... For the work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they have their idea. They just don't want to, like, do it themselves. So they hire her and she does... She makes it all happen for them. And she kind of, like, she wrangles family members that are being ridiculous and all sorts of things. And, oh my God, it's just, like, so freaking funny. She gets herself into some pretty funny situations. And in this book in particular, she ends up working what they call a royal wedding. So it's a... Um, it's like the next big wedding since Kate and Will's wedding, I believe, yeah. is what it was like. It's not quite the equivalent of Harry no. and Meghan, but it's that no. idea. What what Were they Viscounts? Like, she's the daughter of a Viscount or something like that? Something like that. Or, yeah. no, it's the word I never or, can say. Uh, not a, It's not like a Duke Duchess. Oh, goodness, that's going to bug me. And I don't have it here with me. No, so I don't have mine either. Um, oh, but biscuits. yeah, so it's the idea is that um, this girl wants her to, well, her mother. Her mother, her, yeah. Wants <laughs> her to be part of her wedding. She's not totally into it, 
Um, and then the main character falls for her brother. She's not totally into it. She she is not into it at she's all. She's making life difficult No, she's for like, I'm going to make you want to quit. And she's like, bring it on, bitch. But yep. it's Not hilarious. her first radio with a reluctant bride. Yeah. Oh, my God. So freaking funny. But this girl, like, there's, I'm just going to tell you, there's a scene that involves swans and a pond. And it literally left me crying. I was laughing so hard. That was the scene that I was sitting on the couch reading. I I mixed red um, paperback and audio for that mm-hmm. one. And so I was reading a paperback at the time. And my son was on the couch with me. And I would start laughing. <laughs> and he would say, what are you laughing about? And it wasn't an appropriate thing that I could tell. <laughs> and so I had to make up this other story. And then I'd start laughing again 10 minutes later and he'd say, what are you laughing at? And I'd have to carry on this other story when I really just wanted to read my story. And it was just so funny. Maybe you should write that story that you had to make up. I can't even remember what it was. I was just like talking to like say something that he would find funny. I think I put the swans in without yeah. telling the real story. Yeah. But Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so that's my... It's a cute book. That's my first sort of... So she's constantly a bridesmaid, you know, not the not a bride. Um, we don't know. And, like, even her family's like, when are you going to, like, have your own wedding? And she doesn't really have much of a dating life because she likes her job, which, go good for her. She doesn't have to. I mean, she can do whatever she wants, but she's just, like, living her best life. And then comes to realize, you know... There maybe there is something for me there. Yeah. So the first one I have is actually two because it's two from a series. So it's the wedding date and the wedding party by Jasmine Guillory. Um, so the wedding date, the main character gets stuck in a elevator with um the groomsman from a wedding he's in town for out of town she's on their way to, on her way to her sister's room to meet up with her who's she's in from out of town so they get stuck in the elevator together and he just broke up from a long not long time girlfriend but long enough that he should have had a date to this wedding and so he talks her into being his date for this wedding so that um Nobody gives him a hard time for not having, for breaking up with this other girl. And that character, that female character is probably one of my favorites. She, um, she has snacks because she's going to see her sister. So she's got wine and basically charcuterie and snacks in her purse. And, um, they're in the elevator long enough that they break into the snacks. (laughs) And there's just this whole theme throughout the book of purse snacks that as a side note was probably one of my favorite parts of that book. Um, and then the next book in that series is the proposal. There's not a wedding in it, but the third book in the series is the wedding party. And that takes place at the wedding of the characters in the first book. And it's their friends that get together. Oh, I like that. It's super cute. Yeah. Um, the first three books in that series, um, are very unique and that they're all, um, happening simultaneously. 
So when you start the third oh, book. Oh, it's all in one night. Get, yeah. Well, not or, one night. But, but just in the same timeline. Yeah. So when you start the third book, you actually find out about stuff that happened in the second book while the other couple was doing their thing. They're all kind of written together and then split out into I books love by people. It was so cool. Um, the next books in that didn't follow that pattern, but you could tell that the first three were written together and it just. Why do you think she changed it? I'm guessing it, this is pure guess, I haven't heard this anyway, but I'm guessing it was a three book series and it was so popular that they just keep adding more. Do you think it benefited the series or do you think it was just like, eh? So I'm kind of OCD and have to read all the books in a series in order. I think if you started with book number three, it would be really confusing to go back to one and two. Like, I I feel like they should be read in order. Oh, four, five, and six. Yeah. They're, do you, I was mean like, do you think those added to the Oh, yeah. Show? They're so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it, I love that world. I will read anything that comes out in that series because it's just, they're such fun books. It's fun to fall and back into. places. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like, like that. hanging out with old friends again. <laughs> That's how I always feel sometimes with like a book. I'm like, I don't want to lose my friend. No. Yeah. Tragic. Okay, I know you've talked about this before, and Jasmine Guillory, she's been on my radar. I've wanted to read her books, but again, I just haven't there's picked so them up. Books. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> That's like all of those, um, the the bro the romance, romance book club. Yeah, there's a lot in that series too, and it's sort of daunting. I'm going to have to read them before December because that's what our book club book is, the next one in that series. Book number five is our December book. Mm-hmm. So we've been telling everybody since January, if you Start need now. time to catch up, catch up. Ooh, I'm going to need to catch up. They kind of told us last oh. night not to do that anymore, though. Oh, really? So what I had next on my list was The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary. And yes. I love Beth O'Leary's books. She is an instant buy author for me. Um just absolutely adore her books. They're not spicy books by any means. So if you're not into that, which, you know, not everybody does like that. And I think that's something we can, oh, like consider when picking out our books too. Cause I know our book club is asking for more <laughs> spice, which I'm totally. I failed them this year. Uh, First of all, it was not an I, it was a <laughs> we. we. And we don't always know. We don't know. How can you know if a book's going to be spicy before we've read it? Dear authors of the world that we love, why are your 2022 books not as spicy as your other books? Yeah. I don't understand. What are you doing? Were you bored during COVID? Which would be the opposite. Maybe they just weren't getting any inspiration. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But yeah, so... Um, I think, yeah, we can add more spice, but I think it's something to consider that not everybody may want that, especially people, if you're following along with this podcast, um, we try to make it spicy. We do our best, but we don't know going into it. (laughs) Um, so Beth O'Leary books, they're not spicy, but they are just the best pure romances ever. And the road trip had me giggling the entire time. So they're heading up to Scotland for a wedding and, um, right. They're going to Scotland from the UK. Yeah. Or from like England. And there's two cars and one car breaks down. And so they stop to help. And it happens to be her ex-boyfriend that's also going to this wedding. 
and it's this whole big thing. And so she does not want him in the car, but it's like, come on, we have to help. And then they also like brought in this random guy who just put on the like <laughs> wedding page, like, hey, I need to write up if anybody's got room. And he, he's this like dorky kind of guy. In reality, oh, I don't know if I... It's, it's yeah, kind of a spoiler. It, yeah, uh, you gotta find out. He's like, wacky. He adds to the story. It he is, is not. What just is his a name? Throwaway. Rodney, I think. I think yeah, so. he's not a throwaway character <laughs> like you think at the beginning. Oh my god, it's like an absolute delight. So it's an entire like bout of shenanigans all the way up to try and get to this wedding, and they kind of were like when they were previously together, they were on that path, and then things just like weren't working out. Um. And so it's, you get a lot of that rekindling in the relationship and they talk about like what went wrong with them and uh, it's just so good. And the wedding, like you're, that's the goal is to try and get to this wedding, but really it's this whole trip of we're, shenanigans, so many shenanigans and all the characters in this book are a delight and just so funny. And the best friend is great. Um, his friend that he's with is kind of a dick but yeah but i think in a fun way that you end up yeah you kind of have to have that and so it's like you kind of end up enjoying it a little bit and then there's rodney (laughs) and what i loved about that was you got their whole story it didn't come in one piece and Mm -mm. it you know it kept getting more pieces because we got flashbacks right yeah you get flashbacks and it's from france and just a really romantic way they got together uh-huh. and the whole time you know that they ended up not together and so you're trying not to root for them but you are yeah it's like what and then happened? in the end it all worked out so it was it was really cool oh gosh it was so good I, she just she knows how to write a book she does and i love them i actually i wonder i don't know if i'm caught up on all of her books the no show yeah i haven't read that i've one got yet. that one here i haven't read it yet it's on my list so i have to order her uk editions because yes. i started with the uk ones because i liked the covers better and then of course the u.s one i like better this time around it is cute but i have them all in hardcover and i have to keep them all the same height so Fair i will enough. still be getting the uk version uh i can't remember where i buy them off of but they come really quickly and i'm like i love this because sometimes i just like the uk cover better it's true i'm a cover whore (laughs) um but yeah so that's a really fun one where it's the adventure of getting to the wedding um definitely not a bride uh nowhere really close to that at the time and just trying to just trying to make it through with having your ex around and you're both going to this like essentially together now so and again you get all the fun of the wedding setting Mm -hmm. without having to be part of the wedding (laughs) so my next one was um the singles table which is the third in a series um the marriage game series by sarah i think her last name is desai Mm, yeah and I binged that series because the second book was a book club pick for July. So, of course, I had to read one, two, and three in order before the book club meeting. Um, and it was a different book club. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. For a second, it. I was like, when did we it read this that? One? Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the series. The whole thing kind of centers around um, one family. I had some problems with book number two, but um, book number three 
is the one that's set at the wedding. And it was just really fun. And it's kind of, kind of like the wedding season in that they're going to a bunch of different weddings. And this, these two individuals keep getting sat at the singles table and in their culture, they don't really want to be at the singles table. So they agree to be at the couple's table together for this series of weddings. Because they're South Asian, right? They're Indian? Indian, yes. Yeah, South, yeah. Um, and so they agree to be at, to get together as a couple for these weddings as a couple and, um, just again, you get all of the joy of the classic. Big let's fake coupled, and then we actually couple. <laughs> well, just... they were kind of together, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to read her books for a while now. Um, she just seems like a really nice, fun writer. So my only problem with the second book, they were a delightful series. I loved all three of them, but the second book is based on a character who's in the first book and she's so different oh in the second book than she was in the first one that i really had trouble Sep- like keeping like, it together yeah i might have been okay. better had i not read the first book oh no with that character cuz she's just such a different character hmm. um, in a good or bad way i mean both characters are delightful so we have talked about sometimes it's hard to make a sidekick yeah character Mm -hmm. and so i think she changed her so much to make her more of an interesting main character yes gotcha to put her in a position to have the story okay she had to change so much of her that it she was still a fun character but it didn't feel like the same character so that's my only complaint i loved that second story i loved the second story but it just didn't didn't do it quite right in the first totally Totally. It's really picky. I think I still gave them all. I think I just grabbed one of her books from work actually recently. Which so one was it? I don't remember. I think it was the purple one. That's the second one. Oh. Read the second one first. Read the second one? Okay. Yeah. Read the second one first. Yeah. That's my That's my. I think I have a, another one of her books, but all my books are in storage right now. Oh, that's the worst. It is. And I keep like offering people to borrow my books. I'm like, never mind. All my books are in storage. <laughs> is this like a permanent thing? No. Okay. So just a temporary thing. it's so because of moving in recently with my boyfriend, um, I moved into his apartment, which is pretty like it's bigger than mine, but still small, and it's full of all of his stuff. Yeah. So I put most everything of mine into storage temporarily, and we're gonna stay there till probably about November, and then find something bigger. Um, ideally a townhouse. I would either like two bedroom in a basement or three bedroom because I gotta have my library. <laughs> it makes such a difference. It does, but it won't be just my space because he loves video games. And so I don't want the video, like he sits at a monitor. He doesn't do it on the TV and I don't want Which that. Which is nice. It is nice. And I just don't want that in the living room because it makes it all like messy and mm-hmm. whatnot. So it'll be nice to have that shifted into a space. So it'd be like a shared room. Um, but if he had a basement, I could still have my library and then he could have the basement. So Which would be even better. Yeah, I think so too. He knew immediately. He's like, I was like, it'd be nice. He's like, yeah, so all my video game stuff could go down there. I was like, exactly. You yeah. can get basements with still some light that aren't like oh, yeah. sending them down to a cave. Oh, he would prefer a cave anyways. Oh, okay. He likes, a, he never would open the blinds until I lived there. I was like, what are you doing? It's a dark hovel. He's like, it's a 
Like, no, I need the light. Cats need sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> that It's actually funny. I just opened up one of the blinds today. That's like the TV is in front of one of the only big windows we have. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is tragic. But for his couch and the layout of the living room, it really is the only thing that makes sense. Um, but I opened it kind of up a little bit, at least so Cricket could have like a bit of view. And I was trying to take the cord to pull up the blinds and like tuck it up because um, one time Cricket basically like caught herself into it and it was yeah. horrible. And he goes, you could just leave that down. I was like, no. And I told him, he's like, never mind. Never mind. I was like, yeah, no, we are hanging up this cord. We don't let those dangle. So. It's so true. Yeah. Sorry about that tangent. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah, so all my books are in storage and I want them back. I told you I had Soon. like over 30 boxes of books, right? Soon. Big boxes too. Not just little it's boxes. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Oops. And I took one box with me and uh, I'm like, this will last me. Well, I probably could already have another three boxes to put in storage from the books that I've, I've lived there three weeks. We're going into week four. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. But the best part is I'm saving money. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Any more wedding books? Yeah. Um. So I have the Bad Luck Bridesmaid by Allison Rose Greenberg. That's been on my list. So I loved this book. Um. This also had a scene with a bird that left me crying, laughing. Like I don't know what it is about those birds. Oh, like the swans. The um. This was like a falcon. There's peacocks in wedding season. Yeah. Yeah. There are peacocks. Freaking birds. They're hilarious. Um. So, so one of my coworkers, she did not care for this book at all. I did. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Um, I would still recommend it to people, but it maybe it's just not for everyone. And I could see why it's whatever. But so basically, she thinks she's cursed. So I'm worried with this one that I'm going to blend two books, but I'm pretty positive in my mind the one I'm like, first of all, I know I did like this book a lot. <laughs> So I just want to put that out there, but I feel like I'm going to blend two books together. But so essentially she thinks she's bad luck to it's like 10 years, three weddings. No brides have made it down the aisle. And now her best friend is getting married to a guy she only met like a matter of months ago. And it's like his something Remington the third or it's not Remington the third, but it is something the third. And they're getting married in a castle and, uh, Basically, she's determined to get her best friend down the aisle. Meanwhile, the mother of the bride is like, please, you have to make this not happen, Hannah. Like, she's like, I'm counting on you to help, like, make this wedding not happen. And so then um, the brother of the groom, he's, like, determined to not make this wedding happen either because he's all jaded. He got divorced recently or, like, a year ago. So he's all jaded on weddings and he's like, blah, blah, blah. But these two... They love each other. There's still things like they don't know about each other because they've only been together a matter of months. But, you know, she's making it happen. Um, So she is determined. She gets dumped. This is the one where I'm like, is this the book or am I blending it with something else? Where she gets dumped in the most... You know what? I think I am getting it mixed up. I'm. This is where I'm... She did get dumped (laughs) by her longtime boyfriend. But I was about to mix it up with... um, Emily Henry's new book. Oh, love that book. Uh, what's it called? Book Lovers. Book Lovers. Yeah, so I was going to mix it book. up. I was going to mix up her dumping issues with 
the so never mind. I find I caught where I was going wrong. Where I was going rogue. Um, but anyway, so she did get broken up with. Um, and so she is determined to make this wedding happen. Meanwhile, the mother of the bride is like, this can't happen. And then the brother is being like just mean and she's like calling him out on it too and it's hilarious and things keep kind of going astray and she's just determined to make this wedding happen um think there is kind of like a you know a big reveal like oh no what what's gonna happen moment but it is just so freaking cute and good um I don't know. Goodreads people apparently don't seem to love it as much as I do, but I the maybe I'm the minority here clearly. And it's on my list to yeah. read. And you've made me want to read. It, I so. thought it was so fun and just was like hilarious. And then you do get a bit of like the romance in there, but she she's like determined. But then she, you know, you kind of get that realization. Is it really her that's the problem for all these weddings, or what are we looking at here? Because like for example, one woman just does like finally was able to come, like not come to terms, but was finally able to be like, you know what? I don't like men and she's with a woman. So it is not the bridesmaid's fault. No, it is not. But she just thinks she's bad luck. Um, something happened that made her feel like she was the problem. And so then her boyfriend at the time is like, basically calls her ridiculous and thinks she's like, stupid for believing that she's the issue for the weddings and that causes a big rift between them and he's a dick anyway so we don't need him in our we don't need him in our lives no (laughs) so i i absolutely adored it bad luck bridesmaid by allison rose greenberg it's purple she uh is sitting on a step or stoop and like looks completely flustered so it's very similar in cover to um the wedding season yeah where it's like a flustered looking bridesmaid yeah (laughs) So I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. And then Yay. I also had the rehearsals by Annette Christie, which okay. no, you don't want to, you don't write it down. Don't You're, write it down. It's Groundhog Groundhog's Day. Oh yeah. I can't do yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, she's like, you look so happy when you were going to write it down. I was like, no, 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 no. Thank uh, you for that. You're welcome. So they're getting married. All of you can write it down. Yeah. You it. can write it down. Uh, they're getting married, uh, except they're not getting married. Things keep happening. Um, mistakes are made. I feel like I've talked about this book before on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and they keep having to relive the day before their wedding over and over and over. And they don't realize at first that they're both in it together on this Groundhog's Day thing. And then finally <laughs> they're like, screw it. And like, you get the moments of, are we going to try and make this work? And then we get the moments of them being like, you know what? F it, I'm out of here, and they go completely opposite and make stupid life choices, in my opinion, but it's, like, hilarious, and they get to such a frustrating point where I'm like, yeah, I could see them, that happening, and then it's, like, finally, it's the working together to, we gotta get out of this time loop, so I thought it was fun. Very cute. Did you have any more? I have a couple more. I have The Lucky Escape by Laura Jane Williams. So that is also a woman who is left at the altar in the beginning of the book. And the groom's parents are mortified. So they offer her and a plus one the exotic honeymoon that they had planned. Oh. <laughs> and so she had. I would so totally take my honeymoon. I would totally I, take but it. But then again, it would kind of be depressing. Be like, I was supposed to be here with my um, partner and now I'm not. But I still would take the. Well, she runs into an old friend from college. 
Ooh. at a bar. And he talks her into taking the trip and agrees to be her plus one. And so yeah. they have a really good time on the trip. So this is The Lucky Escape? The Lucky Escape by Laura Jane Williams. Okay, I'm going to have to look this super up. Super cute. It's not... Um, it's not super rom-commy, but it's super cool. I love the book. Um, it's very much like Wedding Season and She Finds Herself. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a really good book. I wonder if we this saw year. this one at the store. I don't recognize it. I I think I previewed it for NetGalley, so I did not buy it at the store. Okay. Usually yeah, I just, can say I bought it at the well, store. Well, it says it came out last year. Yeah. Okay. And then the other one I have is Island Time by Georgia Clark. <gasps> okay. Have you finished it yet? No. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil it. I was alert. doing it on audio, but I just, I don't know, maybe it, it just wasn't hitting right for me on audio, which is, I don't, there's it a happens. whole, it's a whole cast. Um, that, so that, it, is a whole cast, and that's yeah, one of the I, challenges even, with the book. I've never listened to an audiobook up, that has a cast narrating. It ends up better for the whole cast, yeah. But in the beginning, it's super confusing on audio. There's like, yeah, I, that's where I feel like I'm like, there's a lot going on. Plus, you get the Australian accents, and I'm like, well, that's what I loved about it. Well, <laughs> I normally would, but I'm just like, I'm getting so thrown. So I have the, I was sent an arc and a physical copy. Thank you, Atria Books. Um. So my plan is to actually read it. Read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's I, super cute. But that's wedding related? Yeah. So they're there for um, one of the sister's weddings. Oh, to... I thought it was just a big family vacation. See, I've missed so much. Like, I am very confused. Yes. So. Um, but there's two different groups of people, though. So what you have is you have the mom and the dad and the two girls. Okay. One of the girls is getting married to another girl. Yep. And then her parents are there. Okay. Because yeah, maybe it's before the wedding to get to know. Um, and then the two girls plan on um, the one is going to an in vitro appointment the next oh. week because they're planning on starting a family. So okay. they may have just gotten yeah. married. I do remember kind of like some unsuredness yes. about all that. And then the other sister is coming... Um, to support the family yeah. and her significant other is supposed to come. But he bails at yeah. the last minute. He's a creep. We don't mind that we miss him, but there's a whole thing that happens with that. Mm. And while they're, when they first get to this island, there's a volcano that explodes. And so they're stuck there for six weeks together <laughs> with minimal supplies. I mean, they have enough food, but they have to ration it and they have to bunk up together and, um, there are tour guides and people who work at this resort right. that feature in as well um, in a very interesting way. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and yeah. you get to hear both sets of parents' stories. Um, both sisters get a story, even though one is stuck on a deserted island without her significant other. Um, <laughs> and so it's just a delightful mix of a cast of characters. It's a cast of characters. Yeah. In the beginning, it's hard to keep them straight, especially mm -hmm. for me. It was hard to keep the mother straight. Okay. Um, they're very different, but, but for some reason, I kept getting confused by them. For the two women that are getting married, I believe one of them's American, though, right? Yes. Okay. So the... Oh, well, I don't know if she's American. They had been living in America, and they're moving to Sydney to be closer to... 
the woman who's going to have the baby, her parents and her family, but her mother um, travels all over the world as a fashion um, professional. So I don't know if she's precisely American or okay. I've been carrying that city book around with me with the like I want to finish it, uh, but I'm still working on my book club book for my friend's book club from last month, which is Gideon the Ninth. It's kind of just like, yeah. ooh, like I feel like I'm dragging in it. So I am going to double read books. Cause I, and then I also started another book. Oh, no. Which we're, we'll, no, we won't talk about what we're currently reading right now. But Not right now, but next episode. Yeah, next episode. Um, But yeah. Okay, so but that one I, I want to get to soon. It is It is worth it. Like I said, it's hard to keep the cast of characters straight in the beginning, but once mm-hmm. you have them straight, um, I don't know if they have a, like, uh, family tree in the, in the printed book, but that would probably be helpful if you just wrote down who the characters are. Okay. Because I just kept getting, and like I said, there's no reason you should get the mothers confused because they are not the same person. Yeah. I think I just couldn't keep them straight. So. That happens. Yeah. That happens sometimes. But yeah. yeah, the audio just, I don't know. I was excited about the audio, but it wasn't hitting quite right for me. So I decided I was going to switch to um, It gets a better once one. you know their names. Okay. For me, it got better. Yeah. Um, but it took a while before I was comfortable with that. Yeah, I had Georgia Clark's first book as well that Atria had sent to me, and I never got to it. And then this one came along, and I was like, oh, I'm really, really excited about this one. Um, I can't think of what her first... It had to be you? Yeah, it had to be you, which is also wedding-themed. Um, it's go. a queer wedding book, I believe. Um, yeah, I know I have it at home with me. It's one I did not put into storage because I've wanted to get to it, but it just hasn't happened. But yeah. So what have you just finished recently reading? I have a lot. I'm going to try and cut it down so it's not too much. No, same all. <laughs> okay, so start with, we talked a little bit about the whole Marriage Game trilogy, so we'll skip past that one. also read The Gunkle. Oh, it's so cute. I have wanted to read that for a long time. It's totally worth it. It was such a cute read. Not a rom-com, but totally cute read. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just finished, and this was one of my ones that I was looking forward to, The Bodyguard by Catherine Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved, loved, loved that book. Um, another one that is not as well-known, maybe, is Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle, and I hope I'm saying this right, Monahan. Yeah. So the idea is that Nora writes movies that are the movies that we all love. In this book, it's called The Romance Channel, but it's clearly for the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) Um, So those perfect movies set in a small town talk about how it's a template and she just cuts and pastes things. Um, But she divorces her husband. Um, he, he leaves, he's kind of a creep, so it's not a huge loss, but it devastates her, right? Mm -hmm. And she can't write her bread and butter, and that is how she supports herself and her two kids, because he left her with a bunch of debt. He's useless. So, um, her agent gets her to write, and she writes a book that does not have a happy ending, or a movie that does not have a happy ending, and it sells to big time Hollywood. And so they have this crew. It's set. It's basically her story of breaking up with her husband and realizing that it was no loss. She didn't love him anyway, and he was useless. So they come to film it in the little tea house behind her house on her property. So they're going to be there two days and then out. And they've got 
you know, the big Hollywood actor and the big Hollywood actress playing in the movie. And they come in and of course at one point, you know, they have to explain the story of why they're not crying at one point. And the big Hollywood actor figures out that it's her story. Oh. And um, when big Hollywood finishes shooting and pulls out and leaves, um, they call about two hours later and ask where the if she's seen the star. Turns out he was not in the airstream when they hauled off and left, and he stayed at her house and slept on her porch drinking tequila <laughs> and decided that he was going to take a vacation. Oh, because when you're a Hollywood actor, right, you can, you can do, do whatever this. you want. He's going to take a vacation on her property and he's going to pay her a thousand dollars a night. And she's a single mom and she needs the money. So she's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, oh, for the money. Oh my gosh. Well, of course they fall in love uh, because. Uh, yeah, they have to. You know. And then something happens, confusion happens, and um, they go their separate ways. And she writes that story <gasps> and sells it. And of course they offer it to him. And that's when he reads it. And he's upset. And. That's a lot to happen in one book. It is so much. It's so... I'm I'm saying these horrible things. It's such a fun book. Okay. Um, I want to read it. But you, it's you just... Me. Yeah, it's... I highly recommend it. Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle Monahan. And then the other one I have recently finished is The Beach Trap by Allie Brady. I know that one. And so it's a play on the parent trap, and these girls are best friends at camp. Oh, my God. Um, one is her mother had died, and she's living with her grandparents. She hasn't seen her dad in forever. And the other one lives with her parents, and they're very wealthy. And um, the wealthy one, her grandfather dies while she's at camp, so her dad comes to pick her up, and her best friend stays and helps her pack. Well, when... Um, her dad when the dad comes to pick her up she says daddy and it turns out that these two are sisters and her mom had been the other woman and he'd been carrying on two separate lives the whole time and he just says to the other one get in the car and drives off and leaves this girl shut up it's just i'm i'm going online right now and i'm ordering this book it's tragic but I the 15, thing is I absolutely the, the it's such a good book I highly recommend it. Fifteen years later, he dies, which nobody's upset with after you just heard what he just did. Right, and he he dies completely indebted, leaving um, all he has is this beach house that he inherited from his parents. So he leaves that to both girls, and one wants to sell it and get the money and save grandpa. And the other one, it's the only thing she has left after her whole world has fallen apart. And so um, they both have to work with dealing with each other, not speaking in the last 15 years. They both find love interests. Um, What's your Wi-Fi password? I need to order this book now. (laughs) I can tell you all. No, just kidding. Um, But it is an amazing book. Highly recommended. The Beach Trap by Allie Brady. Okay. So, thanks for tuning in again for our trope episode. Um, the next episode we'll talk about is um, The Wedding Season by Katie Birchall. Um, Just a reminder, when we talk about the books, the spoilers. So, either read the book, join us, or join us, then read the book. Or, I don't know, don't read the book and still listen to us. But I do recommend reading the book. <laughs> um, so, thank you guys.
This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Trainum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books, rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of a cute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets, get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers.